Sonography isn't easy, and we are here to tell you that. Welcome to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. Thank you so much for tuning in and or watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to Giselle's YouTube channel for our previous episodes, future episodes, and more content from Giselle. Yes. <laughs> Why do I sound like a new speaker? <laughs> you, that was perfect. Really? Oh yes. You Great guys were intro. trying new things for <laughs> intro. and <laughs> Great intro. I like oh God, it. Okay. You did a good job. <laughs> I learned it from my TikTok videos. Oh, good job, good job. I liked it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, sonography isn't easy. No, and there not. you have it, folks. The end. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wanted to do an episode um, in between our episodes where we have um, a OBGYN sonographer come on. So today we're going to talk about how to handle difficult exams, abnormal exams, all different kinds of difficult levels from anything like miscarriage to mis- uh, having cancer or masses that you find or patients who are really hard to scan because they've got a lot of bowel gas. How about those patients that aren't in the perfect position for you to scan or patients who need help getting onto the gurney? So. Today, we're just going to talk about how to handle some of these situations, and we'll talk about some of our experiences and difficult situations we've been through. So hopefully you can see that it's not all rainbows and butterflies when it comes to ultrasound, and it is going to be tough, but at least you have this warning for you in advance, knowing that, yeah, there's going to be hard days, but we all get through it, so... Today's episode is for those who are having a hard time or having difficult scans. And Lynn and I are here to tell you, it's okay. Yes. And, you know, like uh, when we started this podcast, we want to be real and to be raw and to be unfiltered uh, with you all about sonography. So this is one of the episodes that is... uh, a lot of you have requested to see like the pros and or like the cons of sonography and how difficult it is. So this episode is why we're doing it. Yeah. And um, what interest just uh, what have you learned about doing difficult exams? Like um, say, let's start like when you do you remember your first difficult exam and like how did you react to it? And then what you learn from it? Okay. Well, I, I don't remember like my first per se, honestly, mm-hmm. like when you first start off in clinical or ultrasound, right? Everything's really hard in general, you know, like every single patient you scan, you, you were like, how do I find what I need to find almost? Mm-hmm. And when you're thrown into a hospital setting, that makes it incredibly more difficult. So for those people who are in hospital settings, every single patient is kind of difficult because of the setting you're just in, in general. Um, but if you're an outpatient, uh, you see a lot of things that can be really hard to handle, like cancer or, um, you know, abnormalities when it comes to babies and things like that. But I remember just thinking, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do this? Like, this is so hard. And there's you want to get the picture that you're supposed to get for your protocol. But there are so many factors in the way, like bowel gas or this patient's in pain and they don't want me to touch them. Like, how do I perform the exam that way? Or uh, this patient is really combative and they don't want me to scan them. And that's really difficult in, in a sense where I can't even do my job. 
So in clinical, um, I remember having my preceptor there and she would help me through that process. And as I watched her scan and see how she handles situations, that's what helped me um, become better. But I just want to start off by saying like in general, difficult and abnormal exams make you a better sonographer. Not everyone is going to be an easy scan. And even if you get a bunch of easy scans, that's great. But are you really getting skills that you need from those exams? Because, hey, it's an easy scan. Cool. Got through it. But once you have an abnormal exam or a hard and difficult exam, you're learning from that situation. And so I think I think having these kind of exams are actually important. And when I had my first, you know, difficult exams, I really was just like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. So you guys will probably feel the same. And I'm sure you felt. And I did. Mm-hmm. That was the nod of like resignation. I'm like, yes, I agree. <laughs> Happened to me. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Since you're like still kind of learning and going through everything, like how do you feel um, handling? So, um, like you said, like it was my preceptors who helped me like by watching them deal with their difficult exams. I learned how to approach it and <laughs> their way because they've been in the field for so long and it's so normal to them. They're like, bow gas, difficult exam, done, next because there's so many patients that needs to be done. And if they can't see it, they're not going to waste their time trying to look. They're going to try to like scan to see if they can see anything. But if they can't, then they're going to send the patient back. So I think that's like a good example of trying to manage their time as well as trying to keep the flow going to get all the patients in. Another thing I learned is to have a good poker face. You know, so far it's really good that we're wearing masks so I don't have to be like oh my goodness I see an aneurysm <laughs> in the aortic valve or something you know it's um but having that's another preceptor in a different clinical site um told me she said just keep a straight face and just keep scanning and then we'll just let the doctor know so it's just you know everyone has a different tip and I'm gathering all of it and you know trying to see where I end up as my future job and just adjust accordingly. Yeah. So yeah. That's great advice. Honestly, just keep scanning because you're not supposed to stop in the middle yeah. of the scan. And- <laughs> Don't breathe. <laughs> and I froze the first time. I was like, oh, oh, oh. the patient is watching me. I'm like, oh, I was like, yeah. oh, I can't do anything. So exactly. a good poker face is a very good, for me, it's a very good advice because Mm-hmm. you're not supposed to tell yeah. the patient or have any reactions you know yes. any clues that the patient would be like what did you see mm-hmm. tell me tell me tell me you know mm-hmm. you don't want it <laughs> yeah that's our it's very difficult especially when I'm in in the ER and I'm doing like a, a pregnancy ultrasound mm-hmm. and of course everyone that comes in to do a pelvic or pregnancy ultrasound that's worried about their pregnancy they want to know what's going on. They want to see what's happening. And so handling these difficult exams, especially if they have a miscarriage, it, it's really challenging and difficult to figure out how to approach the situation, especially like how to talk to the patient or how to handle, you know, certain patients. Because some patients, like you never know, you have to be careful with what you say to them and how you speak to them. And that's what could make ultrasound really difficult too. Um, what what kind of difficult exams or situations have you been through or seen so far? Um, I have seen combative patients, very rude patients, 
or patients in pain screaming the entire time, the moment they came into the room, the moment they leave. Mm -hmm. Um, Just very, it's just difficult. Like I can't blame them because they're like in pain and they have Mm -hmm. tubes in their bodies. It's just a lot. It's just, um, for me, when I thought about it, it just comes down to patient care, which is uh, very important in hospital setting. And, you know, it just depends on how you do it. I had one patient who I just came, she was waiting outside the room. I came out to pour into the room and she was very rude with me, even though I didn't do anything because she was frustrated. She was waiting so long because we had a patient before and then she was after and she didn't even wait that long. She waited 10 minutes, and but she was in so much pain and all that stuff afterwards she apologized to me for being rude to me Mm. earlier so um I mean I appreciate it but I also understand so I was like oh that's okay but it turns out to be really nice you know like when you're in the hospital especially in the hospital setting you see the worst of people because of like because they're in pain Mm -hmm. so they can't really control it and I you know you definitely don't blame them and you know, you just do what you have to do just to get a diagnostic image. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, you know, just let the doctor know and then you can try another time. Or if the patient doesn't consent it, you can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to think of it as like, we're not there to force anything upon these mm-hmm. patients, especially if it's like um, one of those difficult exams where they don't want you to touch them or they're combative or they really don't want the exam, then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll try to convince them a little bit, you know, tell them like, we can't figure out what's going on unless you let us scan you or um, the doctor really wants this exam so it can figure out what's going on. And you try to make the patient comfortable as much as you can, but they, typically have the say at the end of the day. Now, if it's a patient who's like altered men- altered mental status, which is something that happens in the hospital setting a lot or they're confused, the nurses will tell you to still do the exam. Well, if you are with a patient who, you know, it's a threat to you or your life or someone that's combative, like you, you have to wait to make sure that that patient is calm and stable for you to do an exam. Like never put yourself in a situation that, you know, you could get hurt and things like that. And doctors usually will understand in the hospital setting as long as you you make note of it, you talk to the nurses, you talk to the patients and things like that. So those kinds of exams, it's all situational and just take it one patient at a time. Make sure you're looking at it with the this person is someone's family member or it could be somebody's um, loved one. So, you know, how would you want your loved one to be treated as a patient? And you can't really control a lot of the things that happen with ultrasound and the patients in the hospital setting. Um, but even like without patient, if if a patient is super gassy and you can't find something or if they're really difficult because they're mad because, you know, they're backed up and they took forever to get to them, you still have to do your best to comfort the patient, talk to them because there's going to be a lot of hard days and that has nothing to do with your skills as a sonographer mm-hmm. and scanning the patient. It's dealing with the patient care and um, trying to get the best images for that patient and talk to them about it. Um, 
but you know when when it comes to abnormal things like miscarriages and fetal demise us as sonographers don't say anything about it and so you have to tread lightly on how you respond and how you talk to these patients um even like if you find cancer like breast cancer it's really sad and difficult for us as a sonographer but you know you you see this thing already on the screen you can't say anything about it so that's what makes it hard for us um and as long as you're getting the images that you need you know take the time to take a step back from your job like i know it's really difficult and a lot of people bring home the struggles and the stress from work and from some advice from other people that i've had or who've been in this field for a long time they say not to take it home you know like try not to bring it home obviously you know hug your loved ones and things like that because you see a lot of hard things and difficult things in this healthcare field but um, if you're stressed out at work try not to bring that at home because then you can bring stress upon your family or your personal life and vice versa try not to bring your personal life into work as well because we should try to keep those things separate do your job do the best that you can for your patients even if it's a difficult scan a lot of times we just literally put area pancreas area or aorta area you know you don't have to um, it takes a long time, I think, for students to realize that you can't find everything and you can't get the perfect image. There are hard exams. There are patients with large body habitus and patients who have a lot of gas or patients who are in a lot of pain and you can't give the best quality that you want for that patient. But it is what it is at the end of the day. And don't be too hard on yourself when you get any difficult or abnormal exam. It, like Lynn said earlier, when you find something, just keep scanning. You find it, you measure it, you move on to the next thing, you mention it on your paperwork, and that's it for that exam. You don't really need to dwell on it. But obviously, a lot of us care and a lot of us have emotion and feelings. So we are going to feel a type of way when it comes to seeing abnormal things and difficult things but it is very natural and normal to feel everything that you're going to feel when you're scanning hard scans you're going to be mad you're going to be frustrated you're going to be sad but then you're also going to be happy you know as a sonographer a lot of people love doing what they do a lot of sonographers love their jobs and I think when you look at Facebook groups I see a lot of posts where they say you know today was such a difficult day I had to you know, talk to patients who are crying and comfort them. But at the end of the day, it's still worth it to me. And that's a caring sonographer. Like that's somebody who I would want to scan my family. And I think if you guys go into this field with that mindset, the harder days, you know, they get easier. I totally agree. Um, it's just, it's tough. You know, we're all humans with emotions and there are things that we can't control you know, it helps that the mass is there. So, you know, even if you're having a tear, you know, it hides it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, patient care, treat your patients with respect and be the best sonographers you can be because, you know, that's the most you can do. And just try your best to find, and I'm doing this as well, like trying my best to find the best window or how to get, any images for our difficult patients 
and ask for、mm-hmm. help. Definitely, I、mm-hmm. do that because you know sometimes I would just be like, I don't know what to do anymore. Like I tried <laughs> all the steps that I tried. Like what's next? So、yeah. don't for, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, yeah, ask for help. And also, like if you really don't know what you're looking at, if it's something so abnormal that you're just like, what is that? The best thing to do is take a, a color picture,、uh, a black and white picture,、uh, Doppler if you can, Doppler vascularity around it, Sag and trans, and put where that thing is that you're measuring. Because there's a lot of abnormal exams where I'm like, what is that? Like I don't even know what that is. So you just take a picture of it. Like that's just your job to do that. You know. I just、that's- remembered one case that you told me. It was a a male patient, I believe.、Mm-hmm. Um, his bladder was、um, distended、mm-hmm. all the way up to his abdomen.、Uh, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the bladder was. Yeah, so that was like a difficult、huge. exam. Yes.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in those cases, it's like you try to you try to figure it out as a sonographer. We're all investigators, right? And、mm-hmm. but we're not going to know everything. But you just do your best. You document everything that you take on your exam is a documentation for the doctor. So anything that you see, anything that you find, even if like the gallbladder is really hard to see, turn the patient left and right, have them sit up, or you know move your probe around, like. There was one patient too, which had a humongous actual cyst, and I thought it was like so weird. It it went all the way up to the abdomen, and it wasn't、mm-hmm. actually the bladder; it was a cyst on an ovary. Oh, and it l- mimicked the bladder too.、Mm-hmm. You know, so those are things that you you know you kind of have to figure out as a sonographer, and they can be so hard and difficult. But what do you do? You just kind of describe it, even when it comes to like difficult pelvics. Or difficult,、um, like masses anywhere in the body, just describe it. You and and once you're describing it on your like worksheet, you know that's after the fact of you already trying to keep your patient comforted and calm and comfortable because one, taking care of the patient is already hard, and then two, scanning the patient. And trying to figure out what you're seeing inside that patient—that's hard in itself too. So sonography is not easy, but we all do it. We all are capable. You guys are capable. Keep on learning. Keep on asking your preceptors and mentors for help, and take everything that you learn in clinical and in lab, put it together, and then become the best sonographer that you can be, so that you can handle the difficult and abnormal exams. And let me tell you, there are sonographers who've been doing it for twenty years, and there are things that they've never seen before. You know, every day is a new thing where you can find something new or see something new. Just recently,、uh, we actually did like a tonsil. It was like a Tonsil abscess drain, you know. So there's little things that you've never seen before that you might see one day, and just know that you will have enough training and experience eventually to understand how to handle these situations. But there are going to be so many situations where you're going to be like, "What? How do I? What do I do? How do I handle this?" And you just ask your coach me every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no. As you get what is this. As you get more experience, you won't have to ask as much, right? You'll be more confident. You'll understand what to do in those situations. But right now, obviously, you're like, "What do I do?、Mm-hmm. How, how do I do this?" <laughs> you know? But, so what I'm learning in all of this is that it takes time. 
Mm-hmm. Like once you graduate from your program, you don't immediately know everything. So it takes time. And that's like one thing that I'm telling myself now as I'm approaching the end of my program. It's like mm-hmm. once I start working, I don't know everything. So yeah. I'm going to be asking questions, no doubt. Yep. Starting day one. <laughs> yeah. Me and my coworker, we ask each other all the time. Hey, what do you think about this ovary? Hey, this uterus looks weird. What do you think about it? You know, and as, if you're working somewhere with people like that, sonography, it becomes such a a cool thing because you're all trying to figure out what it is and you all have different experience, different knowledge. Some people are have better strengths in certain exams and you learn from each other. Um, but it's, it's definitely a, a field where you're going to continually keep learning and you won't know everything. I have some of you guys in our discord <laughs> who had your first day and a lot of you guys are so hard on yourselves <laughs> after your first day, you know, but remember it's your first day. Like you're, you're going to go in there not knowing a lot, but mm-hmm. when you come out of this, you're going to know a lot. I promise you that. And Lynn over here, she's a testament to that because she's almost done. I'm done with clinicals. Yeah. Yes. She, she's basically a full-on sonographer. She just needs to graduate now. Yeah, I need to sit for my registries and then mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. So, you know, do you remember your first day? You probably had no clue what you were expecting. Same with me. I'm like, I'd had, I had zero expectation because I didn't have any directions. Like... Um, I went to the the room or the floor I was supposed to ask the front desk to guide me. And the first patient was screaming during a renal. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. And that's when I, it was a difficult one. And my, my preceptor, she's been in the field for over 10 years. She's like, oh, I'm done. I was like, what? You're not scanning anymore? You only took two images. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, she's and, just and like, nope, she can come back next time when she's not screaming. I was yeah. like, wow, I aspire to be like this. <laughs> yeah, like as a student, you're like, I can do that. You know, yeah. but when you become a sonographer, you realize there are some battles you just can't win. And there's battles you just should not fight, you know, mm-hmm. and there's organs that you just can't see. Like sometimes you just can't see the ovary and that's okay. But we teach you guys as students that you are doing your best you need to try your best to find everything if you really tried your best and you really can't see it you just can't see it but you'll learn that eventually when you become a sonographer you'll be like oh can't see the pancreas pancreas area oh (laughs) so at the end of the day takes time and uh remember that there's a huge community out here to help you guys throughout your difficult and abnormal exams let us know because you're not alone and hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. Yes, hopefully today's episode is uh, helpful for you, for all of those who are wondering how difficult it is for some, um, how difficult sonography is or how to do difficult exams. This is Giselle's and my personal experiences. Um, obviously your experiences might be different, but overall, we I hope we covered the gist of it. Mm-hmm. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you guys. And, you know, just don't give up because it, it is hard, but you can do it. Yes. See you guys. You got this. Yeah. See you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.